The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 110, recorded August 24th, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. I am one half of the team. The other half of the team who's with me today is... Michael Diaz, but I'm nowhere near you, Joe. We are digitally connected. That's right. Through the interwebs. And we have power. I was afraid we were going to not have power again because we had a ripping storm come through here not two hours ago. And Yeah, it, we got a deluge here too, but only for like 15, 20 minutes. This is about an hour and a half. We, oh, had, wow. we got hit. So I was like, and it was, in fact, right before I came on, we had a little bit of a brownout. Um, so if the show dies halfway through, we'll know why. But it's, it seems to be quiet out now, but we shall see. We've got a, a a goofy week, man. Yeah, what's so goofy about it? There's no. It's all really bits and bobs and news. There's no real main meat course, right. I don't think. No, I guess they could have. Well, the second episode of Star Trek: Lower Decks came out, but I didn't uh, actually I haven't watched it yet, so I can't even talk about it. <laughs> you just uh, that last one really put you out, eh? That you didn't. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> let's just say that. Uh, I was not able to aggregate the second episode yet. Oh, gotcha. Your internet was <laughs> your internet was down. Sure, that works. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Something like that. <laughs> so we can either die void in or you know, I don't know. How are you? I'm good. I you know what? Uh like I said, the, the storm came through and uh that didn't hit us nearly as bad as sounds like it hit you, but our power did flicker, but that's okay. We had an electrician come in today and hook up, do the hookup. So we are now ready for a generator. But you still have already. to put it out there and plug it in and go. Like you can't just like flick a switch, right? No, no. Well, almost. Yeah, I got to get the generator started. But once it started, right. I plug it in, go downstairs, flip three switches. I'm yeah. done. Yeah, it's uh, my next goal is to get a generator. Where I don't have to do anything. It just automatically kicks over. That'd be nice. And it goes, it runs off gas. I don't gas is in natural gas, so. We shall see the last, last of two, but this isn't uh, this week in home problems. Um, this old house, <laughs> this no, old this house. Uh, one tip though, if you do own a house, water always wins. Remember that that's an old Glen Hagee thing from Detroit and it's true. Water always wins. So find that leak and fix it. I'm glad you mentioned that only because you mentioned Detroit and that reminded me of another thing for my geek this week. So We'll get to that later, but oh, that right. reminded me. Thank you. Cool. Well, let's jump right into the news. Um, today, as we're recording this, like I said, is August 24th. And tomorrow, which I don't know when you're going to listen to this episode, so it might already be there for you, on Disney Plus, you will be able to watch the making of the Luke Skywalker scene for The Mandalorian. And I, for one, will be hitting that up very early when it comes out tomorrow. <laughs> I want to watch that really bad. So I don't know what your thoughts are, Michael. You probably don't care. I have not yet watched a single making of episode. Oh, man, that's good. So, you got to watch the gallery. I, uh, I I don't think I care. Well, it's too bad. You can learn a lot. Like, eh, I like we'll knowing how the sauce is made. I like knowing how movies are made It's in, in shots, and that's what I, I enjoy that. 
Eh, I mean, every once in a while, but I think they're kind of overdoing it with Star Wars lately. What do you mean? Do I need to know how every single episode is done? I don't need to know that. No, you don't need to. Do I need to have an animated Star Trek show? No, I don't need it. We don't need any of this. <laughs> no, but I, I just, I don't know, for whatever reason, it just, uh, I don't know. It's too much like fantasy. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Interested. You're great. Jesus uh, Christ. I, I said that just to push your buttons. Uh, anyways. I'm sure one day I will sit down and I'll be bored and have nothing else to watch. Probably not. But if I do, I'm sure I'll probably watch one of those making ofs at some point. Right. Well, I, for one, I'm looking forward to it. So if you are listening uh, to this podcast, it should be at Disney Plus right now. And uh, go check it out if you are a subscriber. Um, again, we get no kickbacks from Disney Plus. So, you know, do as you will. You might be able to aggregate it too. I don't know. Um, in other Star Wars news, there was a rumor <laughs> a while back that they were going to take the Slave One name away from Boba's ship. And it looks like they have. So, Michael, what do you think of that? I think it's stupid. You think it's stupid? Yeah, I get. I mean, I won't. I'll let you say the name, but I get that's the model of the ship. Come on. I grew up with Slave One. Slave One, the Millennium Falcon, X Wing, Death Star. It's Slave One. Yeah. I mean, they renamed the ship Fire Spray, but apparently. Uh, it is an actual model of a ship. It's It's been somewhere else uh, prior to all of this. Like it was in canon somewhere else. Um, and uh, But we've all known it as Slave One. Um, I mean, clearly it's the Disney, Disneyfication of Star Wars. They don't want to get into any, you know. I, I don't know if they renamed the uh, Slave Leia any different name in the action figure market. Is it Fire Spray Leia? I don't know. What is it be? <laughs> Scantily clad, make Michael stripper. a man Leia? Yes, yeah, stripper Leia. Like, right. but she was technically slave to Jabba the Hutt, so. Right. And, well, I, I, okay, and on the, one it, hand, yeah, I get it because it's for kids and they, you know, you can't have, if Boba Fett shows up on the next season of The Bad Batch in his ship, I can see why they don't want to call it Slave One because it's, you know, it's not exactly geared for kids, but, you know, kids are watching it. Right. right. But if you watch, you know, all the episodes of Star Wars, there's plenty of slaves, including Anakin Skywalker <laughs> was a slave to Watto. Right. You know, I mean, there's the talk of it's all over the place. I know. Um, I, just, I Like I said, I, I know I sound like an old man, but it's Slave One, God damn it. It is no different than Pine Knob. No, no, DT Energy. <laughs> yeah. No plug for them. I'll, I'll plug Pine Knob, but not DTE. It hasn't been Pine Knob in like 30 years. I don't care. It's still Pine Knob. It's still Pine Knob Ski Hill, I believe. It's not DTE Ski Hill. Well, no, but that's different. Well, that was all the same place. Yeah, it's behind the hill, yeah. <clears throat> Go look it up, friends, if you're not from Michigan. Michael, you could take. Was, go ahead. That was my first concert at Pine Knob. Most people's were. It was mine as well. well no, yeah, it was, was not. Your, no, yeah, it was. It was mine. Yeah. Who was it? A Jay Giles band. That's respectable. I know it is. <laughs> it's very respectable. Well, I wouldn't go very, but it's oh, respectable. No. Oh yeah, they're very, very respectable. That very is musicians. Uh, 
my first concert. Uh, it was Depeche Mode. Yeah, that's great. Best, best band <laughs> ever. I don't know about that. I will give you the respect that they clearly have stood the test of time and have done what they needed for their fans, and that's great. So no doubt there. It's not like you went and saw like the Backstreet Boys or some shit. You were, oh, God. No. <laughs> as a kid. You like, know, <laughs> with the Jay Giles band, I, um, my favorite story about the Jay Giles band is not even mine, obviously, because I've never met them. But do you know who uh, Peter Wolf's college roommate was oh i don't know it was david lynch oh really that's funny and david lynch had to move out because peter wolf was too weird (laughs) wow he's a strange dude i have met him uh later on at the at the royal oak music theater when he was just by himself touring i went and saw him just because it was fun it was like 10 bucks like i'll go check him out he was good he had a solo album out and then the verve pipe opened up for him really yeah that I've been to many, many, many concert venues, but for some reason, the Royal Oak Music Theater is probably one of my favorites. That's a great place. I saw Adam Ant there. It was a great show. He was, I, I thought about going to see him last year, but obviously, the right. tour got canceled for obvious reasons. And since we're doing this week in music news, Charlie Watts right. did pass away today. Um, unfortunately, uh, I had tickets to see the Stones for COVID, and it got canceled. So I would have had a chance to see him, and now I don't. So it kind of sucks. That doesn't kind of, it really sucks. It sucks to lose a great musician and a great, an icon. Um, but I will be seeing, I don't know if you'd call him an icon. No, you wouldn't call him an icon at all. This Thursday at, uh, here in Grand Rapids, I'm going to go see Colin Hay, if you know who that is. Yeah. Matter yeah. work. Yep. He's, he does a great acoustic set of stuff. His own songs too are great if you look him up, but he's a storyteller. He tells stories on stage and stuff. So really, really looking forward to that. But nobody listening to the show gives a shit about our music taste and what they're doing. So why don't you jump on to the next next piece of news, Michael? Uh, well, if you follow Netflix on Instagram or any of the other geek news sites, you probably saw the first look at their live action Cowboy Bebop that comes out this November. Now, this is based on, I don't, Joe, are you familiar with Cowboy Bebop? Uh, I'm not. Um... It's a was that an animation show, and now it's going to be live action, or is it still yep, anime? It was anime. Okay, it was anime, Japanese anime. Uh, yeah, very super. I mean, very popular. I admit, I have not seen it. It's one of those things where I'm like, I should check that out at some point, and just haven't. I uh, have been told I am a big fan of the show uh, Firefly. It was yep. you know briefly on Fox, and I was told this is somewhat similar in that it's. You know, kind of got unsavory characters kind of living in the frontier of space. Um, so it, it sounds interesting to me. And I will say this. Apparently now, if you're going to star in any kind of uh, geek property, whether it be on the small screen or the big screen, apparently you just have to get cut now. Because the pictures of John Cho, who's got to be, what, in his 40s by now? Yeah, I don't know. just cut. Like, seriously. It's it's crazy how in shape these people get. I mean, you think back to William Shatner wearing a girdle in the sixties, right? <laughs> well, that and I think even Superman who played I can't remember the guy who played him, George Reeves. Christopher Christopher, Reeves? No, George Reeves, oh, George Reeves from the cart TV show. They used to put girdles on them and stuff like that. Uh, right. Now you got to do but, the work, but, man. You got to do the work. Seriously, well, even um, Nanjiami, what's his yeah. name? I can't remember his first name, but. 
We'll talk about him and we'll talk about him. Let's talk about him right now. Yeah. Well, no, I, I mean, I'm looking for, I, I don't know anything about the, the, the show, um, the cowboy bebop, but can you, do you have a, a take? Like, do you, are you excited yourself or just like, just something to do? Oh, I'm interested because like I said, I, I've, I've heard it has, like I said, kind of, uh, maybe thematically it's somewhat similar to firefly, which I loved. Um, you know, like I said, some dregs, you know, the unwanteds working in the periphery of the frontier in outer space. Um, that appeals to me. So it's one of those things where I have not checked out the anime. I have thought I should have probably for like 15, 20 years now. So now that this is coming out, not to say I'll never watch the anime, but now that I know this is coming out, yeah, maybe I'll give the live action a try because it's on Netflix, which I already pay for. Right. Let's give it a shot. So yeah. I'm, I'm interested. I don't know much about it. So I could watch and go, oh, not for me. Or I could watch and think, oh, yeah, badass. I mean, I like John Cho as it is. I mean, yeah, he's a good comedic actor, but he's, you know, I, I've seen him in many things and he always brings the good. So, well, I mean, clearly, you know, Netflix has to find its IPs, right? Because they can't, you know, Marvel and Disney, like they, 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 Disney owns most of the great IPs right now making money. And right. this is a way for Netflix to create an IP and, and, a, and a whole new thing. And for lack of a better, I don't know, verbiage, it seems that, you know, um, Japanese culture is having a moment. I think it's, it's growing in the United States as to for, from art, from artwork to um, literature, not literature, but like comics, like manga's killing Marvel and everything, right? Like it's way outselling. Right. From what I understand. So it's, it's, uh, you know, it seems like the right time for something like this. Well, it, it kind of fits into Netflix's playbook too. I mean, right. Yeah. There's crunchy roll and other places where you can get, you know, anime, but that's but not mainstream, Netflix, right? That's not, that's crunchy rolls for people that know what to do. I don't know what to do. Like, even if I stand exactly. up for it, I wouldn't know fans, it. You know, fans are going to crunchy roll. Like they know what to look for, you know, um, Jordan, you know, Shay's son here, he, uh, he's a huge, you know, he has Crunchyroll. He's, he's introduced me to all kinds of anime. Some of it, I admit, I'm like, oh, okay, it was all right. You know, I'm, I'm glad you like it, not for me. But there's been a few things that he's shown me that I love, like One Punch Man, love it. Or the movie Your Name, absolutely loved it. Right. So um, all that to say, like I said, it fits in Netflix's playbook. They, whereas, you know, or Crunchyroll, that's kind of like, you know, if you already know your shit, you go there. But Netflix has been getting more and more into anime, buying more and more properties, getting more stuff over, doing original anime as well. Right. Or maybe not even anime, but it kind of skirts the line between anime and just animation. You know, they got the whole, uh, what, three, four seasons of Castlevania out. Right. That have, you know, had all kinds of critical acclaim. And they have taken, there was a popular anime, uh, well, first manga, first Death Note, that then became anime. And then... Netflix did a live action version. Now, that didn't, I mean, it did all right. It didn't, you know, scorch up the charts, but the people that, you know, watched the anime, a lot of them ended up watching the live action film. Now they're taking this and I think they're spending more money. So will this be a hit for them? I'm not sure, but at least I'm interested and I'll check it out. And, you know, you have Netflix. You'll probably check it out. Yeah, right? pay for it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I like John Cho so, a lot. I mean, he's, yeah, you I know, he's good. he was very good in Star Trek, your favorite version of Star Trek. Um, 
funny. He's awesome in uh, Harold and Kumar. Um, he's in a lot of other things. He's actually extremely well, good at it. Don't forget, uh, he was one half of the team that introduced the world to MILF. That's right. That's right. And that bit role in, uh, what was that? Uh, uh, American, American Pie. Pie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways. But look, at, that, that looks cool. Um, all right, let's jump into the Eternals trailer. That's next on our list. Uh, is that the final trailer? Final trailer. Final trailer. Um, so it's been a few days since I watched it, so I can remember. But I think it made much more sense this time than the first trailer. I think it really made the film look better, or at least more understandable. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I look forward to it. There's a lot of people in it. There's two Game of Thrones people, people you know that were brothers in Game of Thrones. Um, you know, Michael, you, you know more about them than I do. I don't know anything about the Eternals. We, and we did touch on it before, but uh, do you think right. this makes the movie look better or to use it? To me, or, it actually got me excited to see the movie. Yeah. So uh, did, it, did it get you more excited to see the movie? Yeah, absolutely. But I, I have okay, a problem I, with a lot of things right now, and I, it kind of ties into maybe some of our next discussion, so I won't jump into it right this second. Well, I get it. You know, I think people are waiting, you know, after 11, 12 years now of the MCU being in existence. And I mean, Judas Priest, we're nine years after the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Can you believe that? Remember when the Avengers came out? How I, I, it, it was right. It was, yeah. Now it's been nine years since then. Oh, so it's crazy. I think people keep waiting for the Marvel bubble to burst, but they're putting out quality. And I have to admit, the first trailer, I mean, it looks good. Marvel's trailers always look good, but I really didn't know what was the point, you know, like, right. So who are these people? They're, they're ancient and are they aliens or the human? I don't remember, but you know, from that first trailer, but like I said, it looked pretty good, but this, this final trailer that we've seen really kind of lays out who they are. We find out that they're not from earth, that they were brought here 7,000 years ago by the celestials. It looks like, and that, uh, the reason they didn't rise up any time in the last, you know, 7,000 years. Well, from the trailer, we're seeing that there were a few times. They only show up when the deviants show up. Right. Or kind of, do you know anything about the uh, Eternals and the deviants? No, I know nothing of Eternals or any of that stuff. Okay, so. To me, it was like, oh, is this just another know, version of X-Men? Is basically what I want to. Not real. Okay, so we, we've seen the Celestials already, right? Mm-hmm. We, we saw the corpse of the celestial that's nowhere in the first guardians. And then, you know, ego, we know he's a celestial. Right. And we also know that, you know, the celestials eventually come to planets. So I'll try and be real quick. The celestials go around and sometimes they plant seeds, if you will, mm-hmm. and, you know, make a species sentient or help boost evolution in a way. Um, and then later they come back to judge those species and see whether or not they are uh, worthy of continuing to live. And if they decide you're not worthy, they come and they destroy the planet. So at some point, 7,000 years ago, they brought the Eternals to earth. Um, in the comics, they actually took humans and genetically changed, modified them, changed them and gave them the powers. Yeah. But it looks like in the, in the MCU, we're going to see that they were brought to earth. So they're aliens, but the deviants are basically like they're, their cousins, where 
the Celestials kind of experimented to see, yeah, what does this do if we modify this creature and add this DNA? And they're deviants, and they have powers and stuff too, or they look inhuman. But really, they're two sides of the same coin, the deviants and the Eternals. Okay. And uh, not sure if this is it, but at some point in the Marvel Comics, uh, we found out that the reason that they were here was because there was a baby. Was it a baby? No, it was a sleeping celestial who'd been sleeping for thousands of years underneath uh, some massive volcano, and it woke up. And uh, Anyway, I'm getting way too into it, but the point is... <laughs> I've gone way down a road. Sorry about that. No, but anyway, what we were trying to explain. Yeah. So Eternals and Deviants, two sides of the coin. Um, they, they have fought for thousands of years, but there have been times when they realize maybe we're not so different after all. So I don't know if this movie is going to be it, but that's the gist. Well, it, I mean, it, it looked much more interesting in the, the new, the new uh, trailer. So oh, yeah, the new trailer sold me because then I was like, okay, it explained why they didn't show up. Like, and it also explains, um, what do they call it? The emergence or something like that, that this, that everyone coming back from the snap. Yeah. Enough power. I, again, we know, don't so. know where in the timeline this falls. I'm assuming it's after Shang-Chi since the movie Shang-Chi is coming out first, but I don't, we don't really know. And we don't know. Is it before Loki or after Loki? We don't know. We don't know. Um, so I'm going to kind of get to my complaint. Uh, so we'll skip around. Um, I'm a little ticked that they dropped the Eternals trailer and then they dropped Spider-Man, which I know is a Sony thing, but so they dropped Spider-Man. We're going to talk about that in our main uh, discussion. Before Shang-Chi even had a chance to get to the goddamn theater, I feel like they're really not giving Shang-Chi what it deserves. Uh, marketing wise, it's like, they're just flooding it with everything. Marvel, it's like, uh, you know, all these things. And they're really not pushing Shang-Chi enough. Um, and I've heard the reviews are fantastic on this thing. It's in the 90% tiles in, in Rotten Tomatoes. There's, there's a few people that like, just don't like it, whatever. Um, I think if you're not going to please everyone, no. Um, but that's a pretty high, that's a pretty high score. Um, I've heard that it's going to be. It's it's basically the same feeling of Iron Man. You know, a lot of people didn't know Iron Man. Obviously, people that listen to the show always did. But I'll be honest, I never read a Shang-Chi uh, comic. Have you? I don't think I've read an actual Shang-Chi. I've read comics where he's shown up. Okay. I haven't never uh, even seen him. I've, I've, you know, watched, you know, read Iron Fist. Um, But anyways, uh, I don't know. I'm... You know, this is a, a theatrical release only. Right. And I just don't think they gave, they're giving it what it needs, its own time, I guess. It's not even out yet. <laughs> it doesn't start till next week. And they're already posting stuff that's like, they couldn't wait till after Labor Day or Labor Day weekend for the Spider Man Far From Home trailer. Is it because it leaked? They had to throw it out there? Or, you know, it's like. Maybe it's because it's leaked, or maybe it's because, remember, Marvel just produces these. They're owned by Sony, so maybe... But they can talk so about Sony it. Could have said, what's that? They could have talked about it, or maybe Sony yeah. said, you know, fuck it, we want, we don't want Marvel to get all the thunder, we're going to throw out ours. And yeah, but, they, but they Marvel released the Eternals trailer, too. What's that? Marvel released the Eternals trailer as well, like, within yeah, the they, same... They released theirs first. I know, but within the same week, and, and Shang-Chi hasn't even been out yet. 
and they're releasing trailers for November and December. Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. It, it's like they're really okay, like, yeah, they're, they're, they're not giving, they're not even talking about Shang-Chi. It's not even out yet. You know? No, I, 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 I think see your shitty. point. I agree. But I, there's also, I know, playing devil's advocate, there's also that math of, you know, you got to get people interested at some point. How far before the movie? Who knows? But then keep reminding them that the movie's coming I don't, out. I don't think really two weeks is, I don't think two more weeks to wait. Is, is, I agree with you. Is, but there might be some, you know, someone might have some kind of, uh, you know, numbers and stats that show, listen, we need to do this trailer now to get people, you know, the utmost. Because, you know, it's, I know we're still COVID. Maybe they're thinking, you know, people are still in the theater, so we need to get this in front of a film. Right. All I'm saying is, we do have a compacted schedule because Marvel does have movies. You know, they had Black Widow and Eternals in the Hopper. Now, Shang-Chi wasn't supposed to come out until both of those had been released last year. And then they switched up the release order. Now Eternals is coming out after Shang-Chi. But technically, Eternals was supposed to come out first. So I don't know if they're just like, listen, we don't have enough time. I don't know. I, but I... I'm just, like I said, plain devil's advocate, but I totally see your point. Yeah. Why not wait two more weeks? Right. Anyways, that, that's my beef. I just want, I'm really hoping that Shang-Chi does well. I think it's a cool, um, I just, I just can't wait to see it. It looked, the trailer looks great to me. The, new, the last trailer looks awesome. I've been watching the featurettes a little bit on YouTube, but they're not really promoting, but there's some good featurettes on there if you want to check it out. But I didn't want to watch too much because I want to see the movie. And Hopefully I can see it in IMAX is my plan because it's shot in IMAX for IMAX, not, what do you call it? Retooled or whatever. Oh yeah. So. I, I, I have to admit, I'm, I am a fan of IMAX when it's something that's meant to be an IMAX. Right. It's when it's shot for it. Yeah. Like, like this, that maybe I would enjoy that, but like, uh, I go back to your favorite film. Avatar. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but that Touché. film was shot, you know, in 3D for IMAX. Because yep. that was what it was meant for, right? And right. it looks great. Whether or not you like the story, I understand where your conflicts we, are. Yep, we've film. been in it. it. Yep, it does look great. But it does look amazing. Yep, no doubt. Even, even to this day, I still think that CGI holds up. Now, like... Back in the day, right around that same time, or maybe it was, anyway, I saw Attack of the Clones on IMAX. It was rejiggered for it. Yeah. It was, I didn't like it because the battle, when they got to the battle scene, you know, when all, you know, basically when all the drops start coming down, mm -hmm. the gunships and all that, the screen was so big, you couldn't see the entire screen because IMAX was so big. <laughs> You're looking back and forth. You're doing you your had own, to look back and you, forth to see the battle. Your own pan and, and scan. Exactly. I didn't like that. Whereas, obviously, with Avatar, he knew that it was you know immersive. But for the most part, James Cameron kept all the action in the center in your eye of sight. So that way, you weren't really missing anything. But it felt like you were there in, you know, on Pandora, right? Right. But Attack of the Clones was not meant for that. So if they filmed it thinking they were going to put it on IMAX, hopefully they did the same thing so that way you can actually see everything. Right. Right. So that's my only concern. That, that was my beef with uh, what's going on. Um, so how do you want to jump? You want to jump to your what was after Shang-Chi? 
Sure, sure. We can just well, it's just a real quick thing. So we've got another what if episode this week, which I've been enjoying the series so far. We'll talk about that a bit more in our main. But I have no idea what this week's week's about. I mean, first week it was obviously going to be about Captain Carter. Last week we already knew. I mean, it was obvious that it was going to be T'Challa mm-hmm. showing up as Star Lord. All the bits and previews we've seen, we've seen Nick Fury, we've seen different people wearing shield uniforms, and we've seen Black Widow. I have no idea what, what this is about. Is this, you know, a what if, Hydra thing? I maybe, have no idea. Maybe it's what if Black Widow was the leader? I don't know. I have no idea. So it, it's got me, my interest peaked, but again, no idea what's going on. So that's it. I'm, I'm excited, but I'm really, like, I have no clue. And I even went to Wikipedia to see if someone leaked what the title was. Nothing. So well, you'll find fine. out. I'll, I'll get up tomorrow morning and I'll turn on my tablet and I'll download it and I'll watch it at lunch at work. And it, is it Wednesdays or is it Fridays? Wednesdays? It's every Wednesday. Okay. Uh, I will watch the uh, Luke Skywalker episode before that, but we'll talk about that later. Um all right. Uh, one other quick thing here. Uh, Free Guy is still number one in the box office two weeks in a row. Uh, seems word of mouth. It only dropped like 28% or 30% from week over week, which is pretty damn good. That's, that's really impressive. Yeah. So um, I want to see that. Like I, I do. Maybe it's time I go to the show again. Um, last time I went was Black Widow and everything was actually allegedly in good, sp- good space at that particular point in time. Um, but I, I do want to see it. Uh, cause it's getting great reviews. It's, it's, he's, it's actually, I believe that's the best drop ever for Ryan Reynolds, like over Deadpool week to week. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And that's all word of mouth. No IP, nothing. Right. The guy's just printing his own money at this point. I know he's killing it. Who doesn't want to be him? Ugly wife, you know, right. Own gin company, right. cell phone company. <laughs> he's a smart, smart Canadian that's all you can say um, okay not much more to say that but we do have some big show news uh, this week that we'd like to share with you um, now if those that listen to the show know that we do not take ads we, we haven't well no one's really asked us either let's be fair uh, but we, do, <laughs> we don't do ads if on, they ask i think we might take them i don't know it, dep- it would really depend i'm not really big well, into right, ads it it's, it's not really something i want to deal with to be honest with you um but we we do have some costs to the show and uh you know we've been thinking about this for a while michael and i uh talked uh earlier today and you know, we came to uh, a good conclusion that we are now fully announcing our Patreon page. So, you know, it's a big step for us. I mean, it's not something that we we thought about really at the beginning. We don't do this show for money. Like, we're not looking to make a lot of money here, guys. Um, but if you want to give it, that's cool too. But that's not the point of the show. We do it for fun. <laughs> um, but it does cost us some money, you know. And... If you uh, would like to donate to the page, you can go to patreon.com slash kybercast, and we have three membership levels. Now, I really tried to set up a page where maybe there's a one-time kind of thing, and they don't really do that at Patreon. So we literally made the cheapest tiers you can you can 
ask for <laughs> from You're very, very affordable, very, very affordable. If you would like to just help the show out and be at what we call our youngling <laughs> membership level, it's $1 and every donation is per month. So that'd be $1 per month. So $12 to in, in that $12 you get roughly, I don't know all the shows. I mean, we don't take any shows. We're not, and we're not pulling our show for free. Put it that way, guys. You, you can still listen to us for free. You don't have to give us anything. We're, we're just putting the, the page out there. The show will always be free, um, as think long as it, I can pay for the needs yeah. of making it happen. Yeah, think of it as like a tip jar. Yeah, that's that's a better way, a much better way to do it. So, the tier one is one dollar a month, and um, that is for a general. Uh, support of the show. We have a tier two membership level and that's the Padawan level. And that's $3 per month. And with that, we're, you will, we will add your name. We will create a page on our site. We will add the sponsors or I guess uh, uh, Patreons of the show. Maybe we'll call them Kyber cats. What do you think of that? That just hit my head. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's, I don't know why that just hit my head, but it did. Kyber cats. Kyber cats. Uh, I don't know if that's official. That, that's not official at this time. Um, but <laughs> we will have a list and you will be on our list uh, as a thank you to uh, joining the show. And we have a third final level for now uh, is the Jedi level. And that's $5 per month. And that will give you a couple of different things. You get your name on the website. You also, we will take fan requests. If there's topics, you can go through uh Patreon and tell, ask, you know, this is what you want us to talk about for that week. And we will definitely do that. And 15% off the KyberCast store, the merch store, you'll get a code for 15% off if you want to purchase anything there. Um, and that, again, that's only $5 a month, uh, not huge until we can, you know, till Michael and I really look at this and see how, how it goes. Maybe we'll, we'll create uh, different content for Patreon members down the road, but right now, you know, it, it's sometimes it's really hard just to get this one day going and record. We both have very busy right. lives. Things are going on. Um, we are not a professional group, you know, podcast here. This may help us. I don't know. I would love to quit my job and just do this shit. Um, oh, I would love that too. But let's let's be clear. At these price levels, we're not going to be able to quit our day jobs. And no. That's okay. Literally what we're looking to do at this point is uh, what basically pay for our web presence. Yep. Right. Yeah. Pay for the hosting. Well, for the hosting of our uh, RSS feed um, through SoundCloud costs money uh, and, and things like that. Um, but, uh, you know, we enjoy the show. It'll be there whether anybody donates or not, un unless either one of us lose our job or something and things are going bad. Uh, but the point is, we love you guys. We're very happy that you listen to us. Um, if you'd like to check out patreon.com slash kybercast and uh, join that page. And uh, that'd be awesome. Um, so that's the big news for the show this week. Nothing's going to change. Again, show's always going to be free. It's, Michael, I think you said it best. It's really a tip jar. And I know like when you go to like, you know, Panera or some shit and you see tip come up on the, on the, on the thing, you're like, fuck you. I'm not giving you a tip. You didn't serve me. Um, I understand if you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> like they added tip to all these places now, right? Like, like you're not serving me. I'm not giving you a tip. And, and I get it. I totally get it. We're not, we're not, you know, there's again, the show is going to be free, but if you'd like to support KyberCast or patreon.com slash KyberCast. So exactly. If, if you enjoy it, 
and you feel like you want to give us a buck or two or whatever it is, we'll gladly take it. And it's like it's not like we're spending it. Like it's all going towards those costs. Yeah, right? and I believe you guys will all see the numbers too. So we're not trying to hide anything. I believe it's it's shown yeah. um, on yeah. what when what I are when Joe starts posting pictures of his brand new Maserati, <laughs> shit, uh, Lego <laughs> Lego set, right. <laughs> <laughs> all right no if if you can buy a maserati off a five dollar monthly uh, subscription we have a lot more listeners than i think we do yeah i mean listen five dollars i know is a lot compared to what you get from netflix and disney plus at 8.99 like like i i don't expect anybody to do a five dollar but if you do that's freaking awesome um the dollar would be great honest to god one dollar a month would be incredible incredible feedback from from everyone yeah, all right, well, let's move on. Um, our geek this week, uh, Michael, I'll let you go first, even though it's not the list there. Well, I almost forgot, but you reminded me when you made your comment about Detroit. Now, not really geek-related, but I'm, uh, I've am i been tearing through episodes of Detroiters. Oh, it's a great show, isn't it? Oh, my God. I freaking love it. <laughs> Tim is so damn funny. Tim Robbins. Oh, my God. He's both, so funny. Oh, both of them. Yeah. They're hilarious. Um. Sam. It's one of those shows where Shaylee decided it's not for her. Really? Okay, it's not. She never lived in Detroit, yeah. though. She probably doesn't know. I've never lived in Detroit. Oh, you don't. You, know, you probably don't get half the stuff, though. There's so many inside jokes there, but it's still fun. I'm show. sure there's a bunch. But like, like I have never lived in Detroit, but I've been there several times and spent lots of time there. Right. So, and you know, I, I think I get most of the jokes, like hot dogs for breakfast. I mean, they're always eating. You know. uh, well, they're all they're always eating coney dogs, right? Right. right. There's so many that. little things like because in the ad business, right? Like really bad ad guys. They're like not mad men. Horrible. <laughs> but they have like hearts of gold. And um it's just a really good show. And there's things well, in there like there's like a, a fur commercial. Like if you're a kid growing up in Detroit, it's like Dietrich Furs and shit like that. It's all over. There's like so many things in there that are really, really local, like local people. Everybody, I believe everybody on the show is a local actor too. Most of them. Well, like I said, I'm only a few episodes in, and I can't believe how it looks like they really filmed in the Temple Bar. They did. Which (laughs) I've been there. Yeah, they did. But it's funny. Correct me if I'm wrong. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's still there. Temple Bar, a gay bar. Uh, Not that I'm aware of. Maybe I don't know. Oh, it's right by the Masonic Temple, obviously. Rainbow. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it, well, it could be. I mean, it doesn't matter, but it could be. No, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I didn't, well, I've been to the Temple Bar. Um, well, that would explain things. And <laughs> <laughs> um, we literally uh, we're, see, we went there because we were going to the Masonic Temple. See earlier. So the Temple when, Bar. See earlier when he said Depeche Mode was his first. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Geek This Week. Digging, you know, digging more episodes of Detroiters. On top of that, I guess we're keeping it all Michigan this week for me because I just finished the book "Wow, No Thank You," which is a collection of essays by Samantha Irby, who I found out about a third of the way of the book, third of the way through the book, lives in Kalamazoo. Oh wow! She was a uh, a writer on at least the first season of Shrill, which is on Hulu. She was in the writers' room. Um. She's she's hilarious. It's definitely, I mean, she is a black lesbian essayist, and she will fully admit she is a hot mess of a person, <laughs> and writes about it. And it's 
it's hilarious. I enjoyed it. It's, I mean, it's, it's not War and Peace, you know, it's not going to change your life, but it was a fun, light read. And uh, unfortunately, there are many times where I could see myself in some of her situations. They were hilarious. But uh, those are my Geek This Week. Cool. Um, so I have a couple. I'll do one real quick that I didn't put on here. Uh, I am now fully finished the Fast and Furious saga. I watched oh, F9. Watched F9. Okay. Probably the worst one of all of them. <laughs> like worse than three? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um am I gonna see, I don't want to give spoilers. I, I uh I know. I've seen them all, and I'm telling you. Um because it's just so oh god. I, do you want spoilers? It's been out long enough for it. most people. Oh, you seen F9? Oh, I saw it. I saw it weeks ago. Oh, God, that was terrible. Come on. Don't tell me you liked it. Uh, okay, well, I'll say this. I, I didn't think it was nearly as bad as you think it was. Uh, for me, um, I just thought, you know, it's become almost a self-parody at this point. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I really kind of dug it at five and six, even seven. It was really kind of hitting a really good stride right there at a good pace. Now it's turned into like, dude, there's a fucking Fiero in space. Stop. That was stupid. It's just that stop. Stupid. Like, really stop. You screwed it up now. Um, I admit that part was stupid. That just killed everything. Like, it's fine to bend reality, be a little more Mission Impossible-ish, you know, but I mean, I like the characters oh, you still like, it's just like, come on, man. Like, you know. Uh, I mean... Like I said, I get it. What was it? F7? Maybe it was F6 where they're chasing that plane down the runway that must have been 15, 20 miles long. Right. Which, okay, suspension of disbelief. What the fuck? You know, like that would really happen. Right. But but also, what? and it may have been F7 as well. Maybe that was F6. One of them, they drive a sports car out of one skyscraper and lands in another skyscraper right. in Dubai or right. something like that. Right. Again, no way that any of that could really no, happen. No, but that's fun enough. James Bondy, right. it's fun, right? That kind of thing. Yeah, but so Fiero in space, come on, dude. Yeah, it was stupid. <laughs> That's really stupid. Um, yeah, I, I didn't think it was the worst, but then again, I haven't seen three yet. Now so I will I say this: that. I will say this. The Star Wars references were hot in that movie. They were all over the place. They were all over the place. <laughs> well, they went to space, so they had to kind of get just set up for that, right? Right. And Han Solo's back. <laughs> right so but how how is it okay i'm sorry <laughs> japan is well known for being gun restrictive yeah <laughs> yet han solo who as far as we've known for the longest time was just a car driver who drove a car fast and doing it well right now all of a sudden they've retconned him where he became a member of the same group that Kurt Russell's Mr. Nobody was running. Yeah. And now he is a sniper as well. And Yeah. And then also tell me, on. like, they went looking for Kurt Russell. And he never showed up. They never even found him. They got taken. Yeah. Like, we're, we're, like what happened? Yeah. They stopped that whole, they dropped that whole storyline. Like, um, okay. So is he just gone? They were more, more, more worried about that stupid, what? Dectahedron, whatever device. Yeah. Yeah, didn't even like look for Kurt Russell at all. <laughs> at all, <laughs> ditched him totally. And then the end credit scene. What's that all about? Uh, I'm trying to remember what the end credit scene was. Jason Statham and Han Solo. 
Oh, well, because he killed him. Right. So now so, what? Are they going to recruit? Who knows? Who knows? Who Anyways, knows? it's too bad. Um, I don't even know if I dug the backstory of the NASCAR brothers now. I didn't know, you know, bring, of course, you know, just because it's his brother, John Cena becomes a another spy. Like they're just both destined to be these great spies, apparently. Um, anyways, I spoke way too long on this movie. I spoke that <laughs> I should have. The other one, though, was a much better thing for me that I watched. Uh, I, I've never seen this. It's you know, it's it's been talked about as one of the most influential films from westerns to down to Star Wars. Um, and I, I'm talking about the movie Seven Samurai by Akira Kurosawa. Uh, never seen any of those films, but it's been touted. Um, is one of those that you should watch. It was made in 1954. It's black and white. It is an epic. Like it's literally, it's a three hour, 40 minute movie. Um, it moves very slow. Uh, you really have to be, you, you have to give it the time to watch it and you have to be patient. It's a good movie. You have to read it because I didn't get the dubbed one. I, I, you know, it's all subtitled. Um, there are so many tropes in this movie that you can see has carried through years and years and years of filmmaking. Um, I'm glad I watched it. Uh, and I'm, I guess what triggered all this was the Star Wars visions coming out and Samurai and... Oh, yeah, okay. And I'm like, man, I should really watch that. That's what triggered it for me. It's like there's a lot of influences from all this stuff. And so I think I'm going to keep going down the journey of finding some of these, these old movies of Kurosawa films um, and, and how he... Like even from... You can see it from Mandalorian when it was the... Uh, 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 Ahsoka uh, episode. There's a lot of stuff in here that's from there. It's funny. Um, we don't know it, but when you watch this, you're like, "Oh wow, that's in every fucking western." <laughs> you know that. That's, right. And and even in the basically the 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 thrust of this movie is there's a farming community that's going to be attacked, and they need help, and they go find Seven Samurai, much like Mandalorian. What chapter four? I think it was the season one, where he lands and they're in this farming community and they're being uh, raided and they help them teach them how to fight and it's kind of save them. That's actually this whole movie. <laughs> it's 100% this whole movie. So, uh, you know, I think it's one of those things that I think it was very much worth the watch and, you know, sometimes going backwards instead of always waiting for the next release, you can find some real great nuggets. Um, anyways, that's my geek this week. Have you seen this, Michael? Have you watched any of those or no? Yeah. In fact, uh, about 20 years ago, um, I saved up a bunch of like gift cards and money for birthdays and stuff. And I bought the four movie uh, Criterion collection of Seven Samurai, Hidden Fortress, uh, Yojimbo, and Sanjuro. Oh, okay. So that's what I should watch next? Yeah. I mean, those... Those there, are probably the best. Is there an order to it? Um, you yeah, only well, okay. Did I watch it out uh, of order the wrong way? No, 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 not at all, not at all. Uh, you can watch Seven Samurai and Hidden Fortress in any order. Okay. Um, but watch Yojimbo before Sanjuro because Sanjuro is the sequel to Okay Yojimbo. Yojimbo. All right. All right, let's let's uh, move on because we've got a lot to talk about still, and we're already forty some minutes in. So <laughs> that's worth every bit of a dollar per month. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, not kidding. Um, 
Well, wait, 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 real quick before. How did you watch it? Did you stream it or did you? Oh, yeah, it's on HBO Max. Oh, okay, fantastic. Like yeah. I said, I got the DVDs and I've been thinking about getting the Blu-rays at some point, but it it really doesn't really matter because I think the DVDs are about, because it's from 54. Yeah, like you you're going to get much better quality. Like only, yeah, you can't get much better quality. And I think it's in mono too. Yeah, and it was shot four by three. So Yeah, so anyway, uh, I was just curious if it's on HBO Max. Well, that one is. I don't know what the other three are. No, no, but I, yeah. I want to watch the Seven Samurai. Yeah, movie. it's a fantastic movie. I mean, the main samurai guy is a lot like Quag, and like there's the guy, the actor's great. Um, all the little moves that he makes every time he's thinking, he moves his head. Um, it's it's, it's a really good movie, really good movie. All right, let's it's, move on. Uh, Go ahead, Toshiro Maifune, isn't it? Sure, I don't know. <laughs> that is the that okay, is the first uh, yeah. name on here. Uh, I, I don't know if that's who he played. I believe it is. Okay. I'm going to have my Wikipedia open, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. All right. Move on, on, Michael. Moving on. Go for it. Oh, what if that we were talking about first? Yeah. So last week, I know it's been uh, almost a week. In fact, by the time you listen to this, to this it's probably been. Yeah. We're a week behind. Over a week. Right. Yeah. But, we're, uh, we're not quite as timely as Loki. <laughs> no, but I think Loki, we had to be there and hit the nail right on the head as it happened. Yeah. These, I mean, don't get me wrong. These what if shows, as we've heard, uh, they're canon. But uh, they're, they're, I don't know. They're fun, but they're self-contained stories. So it's not like, well, that's the thing. They are part of the multiverse now. So could some of these stories continue on? Possibly. But as of right now, they're little vignettes of what if this happened? So this last week was, what if uh, T'Challa became Star-Lord? Mm-hmm. And I know you were kind of meh on the Captain Carter episode. I know I liked it a lot more. So I guess my first question to you is, was this an improvement for you or not? Yeah, it was an improvement, but I I am not. These are nice little side stories. Like, I, I they can say it's canon all they want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't feel it. I, I just See, that's exactly how I feel about the Star Wars novels. No, I fair, but the you know the new novels are the old are, are not. But um, at least the the I, I would say at least the Star Wars novels sit within the same timeline. So you know, right? It's it's a different. Um, it's not to say that's bad. It's just it just doesn't. It's inconsequential to what I believe right now is, is to the films. My you know, I mean, they're not going to make a film for each one of these multiverses. Maybe they will down the road. I don't know. Um, the prim- probably won't do one for each, but I think what Marvel's doing here, and this is kind of uh, our friend Alan, why he doesn't like the idea of the show is because now he says Marvel has carte blanche to do basically whatever they want with whoever they want. Sure. And to a point, he's right. He's one hundred percent right. Right, but who cares? I mean, I guess part of me is like, who cares if it's entertaining and good? Like, yeah, I would love to see a live action Captain Carter, maybe not a whole film, but I'd love to see her show up somewhere. I think that would be fantastic. Maybe. I mean, I, 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 you know, first of all, um, it, it is fun. You know, it, it is a fun show to watch and you have, you know, it's nice to hear, um, you know, all the actors that they get, that they can bring back, you know, right. Um, when you hear Chadwick Boseman, voice you're like oh you're taken like you are taken back of of the loss like there's no doubt about it um 
but you know, I like Black Panther and you know, it's interesting star lord i mean everything's different obviously in this universe and there's it becomes a little tongue in cheek too when you're watching it like there's the whole thanos thing where he's basically a good guy and he's like still trying to push for his idea it's really not that bad of an idea like he keeps trying to tell people it's really not that bad of an idea and there's it's some efficient. yeah there's some <laughs> funny thing like it's a funny it's, it, it is definitely 100% entertaining but i don't find myself locked to it like oh this is part of canon I just don't, and they're not going to get me to, no matter how hard they try. They can call it canon all they want, but at the end of the day, the canon I know, Thanos wiped out half the galaxy or the world, world. so that's not going to change. Right, and I get that. I don't think it's supposed to, but I I admit, you know, when Thanos showed up, I was surprised. Yeah, absolutely. And and, and it speaks to T'Challa's character, who, you know, a guy that was raised as a child to be king, who obviously was not king of Wakanda at that point. Right. You know, he was a child, but he was still raised, you know, in that manner. He was a natural leader and he had been trained to be a leader. So it was neat to see how he took the Ravagers and took them from their basically mercenary type path and turned them into basically the guardians of the galaxy. Right. So, and like I said, and like you said as well, you know, it was, I was very, I don't want to say moved, but it was good to see, hear his voice, you know, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa again. Mm-hmm. And it kind of sucks that this is the last instance of him we're getting. Yeah, no doubt. So it, it totally sucks. Cast. Yeah. But I was surprised by the voice cast they got back. Yeah, they didn't get everyone. They didn't get Chris Pratt to come back. To be, you know, well, who we knew as Star Lord, but I mean, they got every. I mean, they got Karen Gillan, they got mm-hmm. Josh Brolin. And I thought I didn't think it was actually Benicio del Toro, but, but it, it was. was. Yeah. Um, I mean, and they even got Seth Green come back and do Howard the Duck again. <laughs> they did. Well, what the hell is he doing, anyways? <laughs> it's not like he's gonna hold out no fucking marble anymore. They didn't get uh, Dave Bautista to be Drax, but it was a really him, good close voice. It was, it was, uh, but according to Bautista, they uh, they never even asked him to come back, so I don't know what's up with that. Oh, maybe because he said he but, wasn't gonna play him again. Well, maybe because well, I don't know. They're paying Disney Plus is paying him to be the streamer in those commercials. If you ever watch TV, he's like the yeah. streamer. It's really strange commercials. Are great, but it's him. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, even Sean Gunn is in this, and uh-huh. Michael Rooker. Anyhow, pretty hard even, to replace Rooker, I think. Well, yeah, but even yeah, you know, even what Dana uh, Dana I can't remember her last name. I can't say it, but General Ko. She did her voice, which she literally had one line. Like, I think all she said to Thanos at the end was, "But it sounds like genocide." Right. Like I think that's really her only line, but she came back for yeah. that one line. So. That leads me to believe she's going to appear. That or, you know, it's really easy to lend your voice now. Like, everybody can get sent equipment to their home on their computer and do a really good True. recording and send it. So it's not, it's not as hard to gather as it used to be. Most people do their voiceovers from their house now, especially stars. They have the setup because they can make a lot, of, a lot of money doing it. Right. Well, maybe so. But to do that all for just one single line, I have to believe she's going to show up again somewhere. Yeah. So, listen. Maybe. Fun to watch. Looking forward to the next one, but it's not like uh, watching a Loki series or something like that. It's no, just, no, it's I, just, I don't take it that way either. Yeah. This is not 
this is not WandaVision or Falcon. I mean, it's not Loki. It's not even. Right. But what I like is that it's, it's like a potential sandbox, right? Yeah. They're throwing a bunch of ideas against the wall, and it's kind of neat to see if this one thing changed, this would, would happen. But if something is popular enough, I do think we'll be able to see it live action. So that's right. that's what's kind of neat for me. Could be. All right. Let's move on to the last big thing to talk about today, and that is the Spider-Man No Way From Home trailer. No Way From, no way from Home. home. <laughs> I think you just missed the last two movies. I did. No Way Home. No Way From Homecoming. No Way Far From Homecoming. <laughs> and there's the title of the show. Remember that? No, yeah. no, no Way Far From Homecoming. No way far from home. There you go. That's the title. <laughs> right. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. Right. Spider-Man, no way home. Why don't you lead us off? Ooh, boy, what's the, uh, first of all, I thought it was a fantastic trailer to watch in spite of it taking some heat from Shang-Chi. Uh, clearly, I think we have some multiverse stuff happening because oh, yeah. we say it, but what gets me, okay, breaking it down. Um, well, first of all, my initial reaction is I'm excited to see the movie. Super, super excited. It looks fun. Yes. It, it looks like it's going to be a great ride. Um, again, it just reaffirms how much I like Tom Holland as Spider-Man because he just, he just feels so right when he does the show. Um, when you hear him talk and, and those kind of things. Uh, literally, it, it does pick up right where we left off because you see the J. Jonah Jameson thing in the Times Square. Um, yep. Uh, so I, you know, first, first thoughts, I'm, I'm all in. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Uh, you know, what about you? hundred percent. I'm all in as well. I love the trailer. Uh, I can't wait till we get to talk about all the awesomeness and hints we saw in it, but I have to admit, I'm surprised. I knew Dr. Strange was going to be in this trailer yeah, we, or not, maybe not the trailer in the mm, film. Right. I didn't like all the press I've seen. I mean, Iron Man showed up a fair amount in the first movie. Um, well, maybe not fair, a couple times, right? Showed up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then obviously he was referenced in the second movie. His kind of the you know his death was kind of overshadowing the whole movie, right? Right. Um, but I. I guess I was kind of expecting Doctor Strange to be in it maybe as much as Tony Stark was in the first Spider-Man movie where we see him a couple times and that was it. Just kind of le- but no, he seems like he's integral and central and going to be in a lot more of this movie than I realized. Right. So, I was surprised by that, were you? I uh... No, because I'm thinking. I I thought I heard that he was going to be a big part of it, maybe early on. So I wasn't super surprised. Um, my my here's my thought on uh. Here's my thought on the premise, and maybe this maybe you know you you can give me a little th- reaction to this. The spell okay. or whatever that I don't know if you call it a spell or or magic that that uh, Doctor Stephen Strange puts on that that Peter asked him to do is ask people to forget who he is, right? Yes. So that is not changing time or space; it's just wiping a memory from people's minds. So how did that open the multiverse? 
So they're making it look like he opened the multiverse. Like, where does this fall with Loki? Like, this is my con- like what I don't understand. Like, in my opinion, at this state, at the time we see that we're watching this, I w- I'm assuming that Loki is the- that that show is what opened the multiverse. That's how I read that show. Like, okay, there's a rip now. Right. Now, does that rip happen to suddenly happen concurrently with the spell, and we just didn't know it? And he thinks he did that, and they've got to figure it out from there. We'll find out because this isn't the culmination of it because this is Spider-Man's coming way before Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, right? In the timeline? Yes. Right. Yep. So the multiverse is after the Spider-Man show. So maybe it's right at the same time. I don't know. Or it's not Doctor Strange. Who else would it be? Well, check me if I'm wrong. Wasn't there a... Um, Boy, you're gonna everybody's gonna laugh at me. Wasn't there a comic book version where Spider-Man makes a deal with like Mephisto to do this same thing? Yeah, so you're thinking that this might not be strange, it might be Mephisto? Yeah, but I've been saying that since Scarlet Witch. That's why people will laugh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we saw Wong. You think Wong would know it was Mephisto? Maybe maybe, strange, right? maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's not Long either. Who the hell knows? Maybe, you know what I mean? Um, true, true. It just seemed like Dr. Dr. Strange on. didn't feel like it was really him. Like he's like the way they shot, like he felt like a wax museum version of him or something. It did. Well, he did feel a bit more reckless. Like he did in the first Dr. Strange movie. Right. Like in the early part of the movie, obviously right. he was a bit reckless in the beginning of the film. And by the end, obviously when, you know, the ancient one dies and all that, he kind of takes on the seriousness of the position a bit more. Right. And then, you know, obviously when we saw him in uh, uh, Infinity War, still very serious. Right. Uh, and, and obviously his appearance in Thor as well, right? Right. So, a little less serious, but... Well, yeah, the, the, the scenes were hilarious, but um, but not reckless. But right. him running this spell, even after Wong says, don't do that spell, he says, I won't, and then winks. Right. And then he does it. I mean... You literally just, you just came back. You were gone for five years. You saved half the universe. Why would you risk reality with this spell? Why would you do that, Doctor Strange? It seemed, it seemed too reckless for who he is now. Yeah, yeah. So I, I agree with you. It's he doesn't feel right as Strange. So maybe, maybe, maybe you're right about Mephisto. Who knows? Right. Yeah, I just feel like there's something odd about about maybe maybe it's not the same Doctor Strange. Maybe it's already from somebody from a different multiverse because it's it's been opened up. I don't know. Right. Right. Could be. Um, I just don't see how it how it opens up a timeline when he's not asking. He's just asking to re- erase uh, um, a memory. Well, I'm sure that will be revealed either in the next trailer or the next. Well, it comes out in December, so we'll probably get at least another trailer yet. Oh, I would probably get some more there for sure because you know he makes reference to the fact that part of the reason is because he's leading dual lives. Well, how many of the heroes were leading? Actually, is he the only hero that's leading a dual life in the MCU? Who's that? Everyone else is public, right? I mean, Peter. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, Peter. Peter's the only one that has an alter ego. I mean, yes, in the comics, almost everyone has an alter ego, but 
in the MCU, everyone knows Iron Man is Iron Man. Everyone knows Steve Rogers is Captain America. Everyone knows Natasha is, um, yeah, you know, Black Widow, Ant Man, maybe. I don't know. Well, they the government at least knows who he is, right? True. So, yeah, I never really thought about that. That's a good point. Um, yeah, whereas in the comics, usually in the comics, they they have alter egos and no one knows who they really are. But now that I think of it, Spider Man's the only one in the MCU that has a secret identity. Maybe Banner. Yeah, I don't think the world at large knows. Well, again, the government knows because government knows, but they didn't blast it. I don't know. Right. If you've seen this news. guy, don't walk up to him. <laughs> you right. Don't make him angry. Don't piss him off. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, you're right. I, I agree with you. It doesn't feel like the right strange. And maybe, like you said, there is a scene where it shows like Spider-Man on top of like a subway train or an L train. And he's peeling it. And uh, we see Doctor Strange make multiple copies. It kind of looks like they're fighting. So maybe it is a strange for another reality. Yeah, it's very Inception-like too. Yeah, very Inception-like. Yeah. Um, like where's Leonardo DiCaprio when all this is going on? <laughs> right. right? Right. But uh, I don't know. Uh, did you want to unpack? I mean, where do you want to go next? you want to unpack some of these uh, cameos? Well, I mean, we can get in the cameos. I, 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 I'll be interesting. They show, they do show Peter, you know, being interrogated. Yep. And, um, you know, will he need a lawyer? Will that lawyer come from Hell's Kitchen? That would be cool because he's been noted to be on set, Charlie Cox. Well, even if you watch how that scene is filmed, they show him his hand is you know handcuffed to the desk, and they show the uh, police detective talking to him. And the next scene, suddenly there's piles of paper that weren't there before, and someone puts a pile down, and they're wearing a white shirt instead. Whereas the cop was not wearing a white shirt; he's wearing a blue. And, yeah, exactly. And already some people are like showing pictures of Matt Murdock, you know, in uh, you know in courtrooms and stuff, wearing a white shirt. I'm like, oh, that's pretty tenuous. Yeah, but, but there has been I guess it, sightings of, it, of Charlie Cox at, on set. So could it be Charlie Cox? Could it be, uh, you know, that would be Murdoch, Daredevil? fucking great. Oh, I would love it. And, you know, the, fa- the, the funny thing is, like, you even watched if season, it is Matt funny Murdoch, thing is, you haven't watched season three yet. Is that the funny thing? <laughs> right. You bastard. But, okay. But seriously, the funny thing is with the multiverse now being a thing. It could be Matt Murdock, and it could just be Matt Murdock. Right. It could just be, yeah, it doesn't have to be Daredevil, but... Um, I hope it's Daredevil. Oh, God. It'd be so great. It'd be so great. Watch season but three. But that's the thing. <laughs> because, you know, because of the multiverse, Marvel can pick and choose what things they want to take from the Netflix series. That right. Remember, they were canon, and then they weren't canon. But now with the multiverse, maybe they're canon again, or at least right. pieces. I mean, they can take the parts they liked of Daredevil and bring them back. Right. Well, we do know that um, Happy Hogan's back. There's a shot yeah, of John Favre. Yep. Yep. Um, so that's there. So I'll let you you go from here. I, don't, I think like I'm dumb. You, you take the next step. We've talked about Doctor Strange. We talked about Doctor Strange. Are we talking about, what are we talking about? Cameos? What do you want to talk about? We can do to... cameos or where do you think it's going to go? All right. We all saw the big cameo at the end. We can talk about that in a second, but I want to talk about something else. Okay. You see the pumpkin bomb yep. land. 
we hear a voice green and orange and you hear the cackle and tell me that's not Willem Dafoe's green goblin cackle could be you know the only thing I didn't like about that particular Willem Dafoe was that it was a plastic helmet like it's the one miss it's the one miss from the first bite which I love that movie um, but it was felt like a, I still don't think they have done the Green Goblin right. And and I don't know if it was the Green Goblin from the uh, Garfield ones or if that's the Hobgoblin. I don't know which one he was supposed to be. Um, in that they never said, did they? Oh, I didn't see the second. I didn't see Amazing Spider-Man two. Oh, well, it's too bad. I, I, I thought it's supposed to be the Green Goblin, but I, I see what you're saying. The suit of armor, basically, that looks like a goblin. Uh, okay, that's not the Green Goblin. But in the comics, literally the Green Goblin is wearing a prosthetic mask or a plastic mask or some rubber mask, whatever it is, latex. Right. And in today, in the MCU, that would just look stupid. Yeah, I don't know how to fix it. I'd rather just be um, somebody that's actually genetically happens to him or something. I don't know. Well, that's why, yeah, the yeah. Green Goblin in right Into the Spider-Verse, Was, that version works. Right. It's, it's, yeah, but I, something just didn't feel right. Maybe the actor wasn't right. I liked them, but didn't, I don't know. Um, they're not bad movies, the Garfield ones. I like them. I, I, I thought the first one was okay, and I just never got around to seeing the second one. Right. You should see it. Um, I mean, should. Emma Stone, next. Right after, oh, don't get me straight on Emma Stone. Well, I mean, that's why you should watch it, <laughs> period, full stop. Um, yeah, so we see that. We also see some electricity happening uh, by police cars. So I'm assuming that's Electro, Jamie Foxx coming back. What I like, though, if you notice, the electricity is yellow. Yeah. In the Which, in the movie, I think it was bluish, if I remember. It was, but in the comics, Mix. Electro uses a yellow electricity. So, again, multiverse. So we're not go- – I don't think we're actually going to see – the Electro from Amazing Spider-Man 2, but we are going to see this reality's version of that, and thus the different color. Right. That's what I think. Possible. Um, And then we get to our man, Dr. Octopus. Yes. Um, Really great. I mean, everybody's geek to see him now when i first saw the shot i'm like boy they really put the cgi on him like it feels a little more cgi than it's almost it's almost a bit uncanny and you had the real actor there um but we'll see it's still early like that's a trailer like things could be cleaned up um you know it almost looked as fake as kush as as tarkin no almost if you if you see if you see a dead screenshot of it look at it like the lighting's not right um uh, well, I mean, it's been what? It's been almost twenty years. I'm assuming I mean, Alfred Molina is a fantastic actor, but I'm assuming absolutely. What I'm saying is they cleaned him up. Like they over they over cleaned him up, like CGI wise. I'll watch it again. I've already watched it twice, but I will focus on that. Yeah. See, I thought it was just honestly. I thought it was just because he looked older. But I'll look again. Yeah, um, it's part of it, but and that's fine. I don't mind. I mean, it's, it is what it is. Um, now we don't know who he's talking to. Right. And it, watch Like I said, I've, I've watched the trailer a couple times now. And I guess what I'm saying is you don't know which Spider-Man he's talking to. 
Exactly. <laughs> Nothing's been like I said. All that's been confirmed, right, is Jamie Foxx and Alfred Molina are back as right. Electro and Doctor Octopus. Now there are rumors of Charlie Cox coming yep. as Matt Murdock, possibly Daredevil. Yep. Rumors. There are rumors that Maguire and Garfield, Andrew Garfield, are coming back. But again, they've been near the sets. They've been to costume fittings or, you know, whatever. For But not, not enough to say definitively. They're not going to confirm no. it before the movie. And no, of course anyone who doesn't think they're in there is probably wrong. Like they're in, like they didn't going to go through all these pains to not do it. No, I don't be wrong. If they, here's the thing, we'll know by the next trailer. We have to. They're no, we don't. Have to tease it. No, they don't have to tease it. Um, they'll tease it. No, modern trailers nowadays they can't not give it up. I, don't I believe that. I I don't see them keeping a surprise that big. Maybe, maybe you you give the surprise away by showing uh, uh, Mary Jane, Emma Stone, no, or Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst, um, yeah, uh, Emma Stone did not play Mary Jane. I, I apologize. Yes, she played uh, Gwen Stacy. Yes, your favorite. Um, so yeah, maybe you give it away that way. Uh, now I, I would think it would be interesting if they if if the original Peter Parker is Tobey Maguire and he has a little bit of the gray, like in Spider Man Multiverse. Yeah, or he's cool. older and you know that kind of thing. Um, that would be cool. Um, but I mean, clearly, I mean, this looks fun. I mean, this does not look like a like it's going to be awful, but it could be. You know, it's all about the writing. I doubt it's going to be awful, but. Again, I'm not, I'm not too worried about it being awful at all. No, could be. It's just don't go the F9 route. <laughs> don't go, don't go the Green Lantern route. Yeah, Green Lantern's better than F9. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, Here's one thing though I don't like about this trailer. I think it's the end of, and I think it's the end of Tom Holland and Spider Man. Very well could it very well could be. I think it I think it is. I don't know that Marvel necessarily or, or the let, let, let them get all the way through phase four multiverse and then, then it breaks open and you've got a brand new Spider Man and it goes back to Sony or something. Well, here's the thing, Sony hasn't given them up. They've just had, well, they won't give they're, them up. They they're making no, money they're on them again. They, they, they get to as long as they keep making movies, they'll own the rights. I don't know how much if it's in perpetuity or not, but uh or how long no, they have the rights. It's just to. this deal. No, no, no. For this, I'm talking about owning the rights to the Spider-Man film series. It can't be forever. No, no, no. They, no, no, no. They own it, and if they don't make a movie after so many years, it reverts back. Right, but how? What is that? Forever? No. Okay, so there's got to no. be a. I don't know what that definitive well, timeline. Like it's kind of like you know, Fantastic Four. I don't know if it was four or five years or whatever it is, but it's something like that. If they don't make a Spider-Man, no, no, no. That, that's so. That means like no matter. Let's say every. For for a hundred years, Sony can own the name as long as they make a movie every four years. Yes. No, I don't think it's that long. No, no nobody would ever sign a, a contract in perpetuity like that. Marvel was broke as fuck in the nineties. They signed a lot of bad contracts. Well, that's a stupid way. No, you should never do anything forever. <laughs> forever, as long as you make one every four years. Well, that's why they. That's why they would revert back. That it's not forever. If you decide to stop making movies, then we get it back. Well, they still own. Here's my thing. Here's here's what I'm thinking, Michael. 
I think, mm-hmm. first of all, Sony didn't hold any cards because they were losing money with every Spider-Man they put out. Amazing. They did not do well. Okay. Right. Marvel said, okay, we'll cut a deal with you. I guarantee you they redid that contract. If they, because they were in the driver's seat, like saying, once they had the Tom Holland and they came in and brought, because they were on the ropes and they were saying, no, no, no. They were on the ropes and they said, tell you what, we'll give you, we'll give you Iron Man to go in your movie. So that you hook up so that people see a Sony picture again, a Sony Spider-Man. But I guarantee you Marvel redid those rights for, I don't know what that length of time is, but I guarantee you it's not in perpetuity. Well, we know they didn't because no, they, they had this, they had that, that, uh, that little fight, that hissy fit, and they weren't going to do a third movie. And Sony walked away and Holland had to get him to come back. Yeah. Cause Tom Holland said, I'll walk away. Right. So I, but I, I, don't think, I, I don't think he had the power to re, renegotiate. No, no, but deal. I bet you the Marvel signs. I, 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 there's no way. No, no way. Well, we'll Here, find here's out. Why. Here's why. Because spinning, uh, Sony's going to use this multiverse to spin off their Spider-Verse. Sure. They got the Venom. And they can, they they can do that. Venom. But I'm They've saying their deal done. could be 15 more years. Just not forever. I think it is. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But I'm telling you, I think as long as they make a movie every every X number of years, they keep it. I don't know. Marvel gets a cut no matter what, but they don't. They're getting a bigger cut now because they're producing the films. But Sony's still the owner. Hmm. We'll look it up. We'll, we'll solve this next week. We'll solve it next week. <laughs> well, no, I'll look it up in between. We're not going to spend time. We're trying to find the Marvel Sony contract, but right. we'll look it up. Or maybe maybe one of our fans listening right now can send us a link after they listen to this episode. To this yeah, maybe that, that'd be great while they check out other links. Yeah. So my, so that's that's the only thing I don't like. I think, I think that Sony is going to spin them off. I think they're creating their own Sony, you know, Spider-Verse with the Venom, like I said, and Morbius, and they already plan on doing more. And I think now that Spider-Man's hot again, they're going to move him away from the MCU and say, thank you for helping, you know, thanks for the boost. And now we're done with you, Marvel. Because they don't need Marvel anymore. Right. Which is too bad. Right. Well, I think it's going to be great. I'm, I'm excited. Um, Oh, so am I. So... That seems like a good place to <laughs> maybe slow <laughs> some things down. Then I think it's going to be good to see. Um, uh, so that being said, if you haven't checked out the trailer and you're listening to this, go check it out. It's on the YouTube. Look up the Marvel station um, or Marvel. It might be under Sony as well, but I, I found it under Marvel. It's under both. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I saw it under Sony. Yeah. I won't write to Marvel because that's who I do. That's what I do. <laughs> um, all right. So, Michael, why don't you tell them how to get a hold of us and tell us how wrong we are, one of us is, on the uh, Sony deal. <laughs> yes, we always love to hear whose side you take or who is wrong. And you can always do that on Twitter or Instagram at KyberCast. Of course, you can also find us on Facebook. We have both a group and a page at the KyberCast. There you go. And if it's your first time listening to the podcast, thank you very much for checking us out. If it's your 
multi-time, multiverse time of listening. We, we definitely thank you there. Um, if you really want to help the podcast, you can do it in a couple of ways. Number one, first and foremost, tell a friend. That's the biggest help you can give us. Uh, maybe even write a review or, or put a couple stars in the notch on your pod catcher of choice from iTunes, Amazon, Google, Spotify, all those great places that you listen to your podcast. Make sure you put a little... I don't know, hit that subscribe, or as they say in YouTube, smash that subscribe button so that you are part uh, of, <laughs> so that you can make sure oh that God. we know uh, when our new episodes drop, typically on Thursdays. Listen, I, I watch the kids. That's all they say is smash that button. Is that what they say? The subscribe button? I don't know. That's what the kids say. I don't say. know, but when you say well, that's what the kids say, it just instantly makes you older. <laughs> I know, I am. Well, we want to tell you. <laughs> It's not like I have a TikTok. Why well, do you? But I, I don't do anything on it. Um, so do I. I don't do anything. Uh, yeah. what, what am I going to Who's going to watch this fucking guy TikTok? Um, maybe <laughs> we do a KyberCast one. Anyways, uh, tell a friend about us. Uh, if you want to maybe throw us a tip, check out again our Patreon page, Patreon slash KyberCast. Again, we have three tiers, $1, $3, and $5. Each one of those tiers gets you a little bit something different. But honestly, if you just decided to give us the $1 a month, that would be, I can't tell you how grateful we would be to uh, maybe get this show a little bit in the black, which is fine. Um, that's the goal. Um, so yeah, give us a, a shout out. Again, that's uh, patreon.com slash KyberCast. Or you can listen to our podcasts uh at our own website if you don't even have a podcatcher and I don't know how you're listening to this if you're right at our website hey cool that's at kybercast.com all our shows are posted there and have uh, links to um, our SoundCloud so if you just want to listen directly there um, again our shows will always be free but if you want to give us a little hand that would be awesome um, anything else Michael before we sign her off um, I think you covered it Joe like you said Patreon.com slash KyberCast. I can't speak. <laughs> KyberCast. Just like Joe said, it's a tip jar. If you were liking the content we're putting out, a little uh, tip of the hat, a dollar. Seriously. We, we would love if you gave three or five dollars a month, but one dollar or more than that. There you go. All right. That'll do it for this week. Until next week, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. <laughs> Boring conversation anyway.